Hello, and this is Mrs. Paranormal. It is Sunday morning, 11.14 Wisconsin time. The sun is out. Clear skies, obviously, because the sun is out. Temperatures hovering about 29 to 30 degrees. Yeah, it's a chilly morning. So, yeah. Hope everyone's doing well. You had a great work week, vacation, retirement, whatever it is that you're doing. I hope you had a great week at it. It's the first week of the year, if I'm correct, right? I think so. New Year's Eve, actually, I didn't really do much. I just watched some some movies. What did you guys do? Did you have a good time? Hope everybody did safe and all that fun stuff. Uh, house has been relatively quiet. I don't have any investigations coming up yet. Boo! But, oh well. It is what it is, you guys. You know, that's why I do this. Because I can't investigate. Or I don't have the opportunity to investigate. So this morning, I found some stories. I am scrolling through quickly to make sure none of these are, like, bad or sad. You know, that kind of thing. More scary and creepy. All right, here we go. So, this one is called A Good Deed. And it's obviously reader use it, so they use their, you know, really bizarre names, right? So this particular reader use it, uh, reaccounts that on the way to church... Function. Uh, I'm gonna start with that. Let's just start. With that. that was lame. <laughs> Got my cat by my side. <laughs> Anyways, um, this specific reader reaccounts on the way to a church function in Iowa one late afternoon, a van driven by a youth pastor pulled over to aid a man walking alongside the road in the rain. When the pastor asked the gentleman where he was heading, the man stated his destination was just past the town. Other uh, group was heading towards. So he joined them on their journey, and as they drove, the storm picked up. The sky darkened and the rain and it rained harder. So the group began to sing church songs together to keep the mood high. As the group drove past their destination and towards the strangers towards the strangers, it was nearly impossible to see anything, but they kept going. Shortly after Sorry, they are outside the town. The stranger declared that he has arrived at his destination and that he wanted to get out. Well, despite the fact that the rain was still coming down pretty hard, before exiting the vehicle, he asked the pastor for some money. The pastor gave him about $400, which is nice, right? That's all the, that's all the money he had on him. Just as the man exited the van, a crack of thunder drew everyone's attention away. When they turned back, both the man and the rain were gone. The group was understandably shocked, saying a prayer before heading back to town. As they drove closer, they realized that the community had been ravaged by a tornado that hit as they drove past it with the man. Ah, my cat almost bit me. Stop it. With the man in the car. Everyone in the van spent the day assisting those in need. Later that night, the pastor pulled out his wallet and he found eight $100 bills. As I pet my cat, she's like, meh, you're going to bite me, little brat. So, that was interesting. They pick up a stranger. Was he evil or was he good? Because he came, the storm was worse. When he left the storm, blah, blah, the storm. When, when they picked him up, the storm was worse. But when, they, when he dropped off, <laughs> the storm stopped. And the pastor ended up with how much more in his pocket? He found eight $100 bills. So, what does that mean? That the or was this traveling man a, I don't know, what's the right word? Uh, I don't know. To detour, to detour them from the storm that they could have been hit? I don't know. It's kind of a neat story. 
And the fact that he gave him money, $800, he gave him $400 and what he, right? Isn't that weird? I think that's a little weird, you guys. Okay. <laughs> the nursing home. At one nursing home, several new residents complained of staff and volunteers about their residents coming into the room at night. The problem? The new residents described former residents. Despite the fact that they never met their now deceased residents, new residents described small details like the color nightgowns and the shapes of their glasses correctly. Staff has also experienced incidents of flickering lights and TVs turning on and off by themselves. Now, a specific reader even had her own encounter walking down the hallway. On rather a hot day, she passed through an indoor corridor and got chills and goosebumps, which she couldn't shake for the rest of the day. Thanks to how often people were complaining about these strange occurrences, occurrences the management brought in some, someone to hold a candlelight ceremony and sage cleansing, when, which seemed to cause the strange noises to cease. Interesting. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. 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 I haven't watched the uh, newest episode of, um, what you call it, Destination Fear. Excuse me. Sorry, you guys. Um, I haven't had some Dunkin'. What the hell? I think I ate it too big of a breakfast. Too heavy of a breakfast, honestly. But with Destination Fear, I think I'm behind two episodes now. I think. Which is fine. Because I kind of purposely want that want to build them up. And then I'll just sort of sit here and you know binge watch them. I think I told you guys. Oh, I don't know how long ago. It was last year sometime. People had the, um, excuse me, the opportunity of signing up for like Dakota and the team. And what they'll do is they'll actually text you little funny little text just before, like a day before the episode's going to air. Like, Hey, it's me. Guess what? You know, I'm in charge this time. See you there. Stuff like that. So it's kind of cute. And the first time I got a text, I'm like, who the hell? And then one time I got a voicemail last year from all of them. It was the funniest freaking thing I'd ever heard in my life. I actually saved that voicemail. I, I probably deleted it now, you guys. But it was so fucking funny. All of them were like, hey, hey, you gotta watch the show tonight. You gotta watch the show tonight. Come on, man. And there's they're just going on and on and on. It was all four of them. It was so funny. I don't know if he still has that option available where you can sign up for texts from him. Um, but I thought it was freaking funny. I it was very well done for um, promoting the show. Very well done. I'm guessing uh, Dakota thought of himself. He's a he's a unique unique guy. He's young. God damn it! Sorry, but if you look at him, he looks old. You know what I mean? He looks like very. He's got very distinguished facial features, like an older man would have, not a young kid like him. So, anyways, I do watch her show just to see how they react. And of course, they always overreact, but that's the fun part of it sometimes. So. Anyways, there's my little blurb right there. I don't know, speaking of blurbs, I don't know if I'm going to go to the, um, you know, in uh, Milwaukee, sorry, in Michigan, they have the Wisconsin Paracon, I think it's, oh, Wisconsin, good lord, the Michigan Paracon, I think it's called, it's like freaking all weekend long, it's sometime in late August or somewhere, and they have all top line paranormal celebrities there, all of them. So I'm like, oh, that'd be really cool to go. But you know what, you guys? In reality, I, I got nothing. You know what I mean? It, yeah, it'd be nice to meet the people. I met, like I said, I've met Chris Williams and uh, Dustin. Pari, great people. But that's about it. <laughs> you know, I saw Josh Gates. It's cool. But there's really, 
I guess I, don't, I can't say I really have a reason to go. You know? Does that sound crazy? I mean, it's not like, I mean, yeah, they're cool and all, but they're not going to change my career. They're not going to get me in the paranormal investigator. They're not gonna, I don't want to be technically really a famous paranormal investigator. Not really. Um, I'd rather be behind the scenes, kind of behind the camera, kind of video, the, 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 kind of video. So, yeah, I've been thinking about that. And you just sit there, you just sort of, you'd pay a specific fee, of course. And I'm sure there's other fees to, to get their autographs and all of that. And is he gonna, is Jason Hall's gonna remind me, is he gonna remember me a week from now? After I met the guy? No. I'll remember him. He ain't gonna remember me, right? So, I don't know. I don't think I'll, I'll go. I'd rather go investigate someplace. So I've already put that. I know my friend Sarah, she's like, oh, you should really go. And no, I'm, I'm not. No. Why? It's, it sounds really bad, but what do I get out of it? You know, what's in it for me? <laughs> Other than paying their fee to be there. You know, obviously that's what the money goes. It goes for them and the, the place and blah, blah, blah. I mean, I love all of them. There's a couple I don't. But the majority of the people who go to that, all the paranormal celebrities, as I would call them, I love all of them, but there's nothing really in it for me. You know, it's like, hey, Jason, let's go investigate after this. No, they got they got to get on the plane and go somewhere else. As soon as that shit's over, they're done. They're going, going somewhere else. So that's my take on that. Huh. Have you guys had any good anything happening with you? You know, any ghost stories or any um, anything going on? Any investigations? Are you new to investigations? Have you been doing it for years or do you want to start investigating? Y'all can email me, you know, it's P-A-T-T-Y-I-N-W-I at gmail.com. Put podcasts in the um, subject field. If you're Facebookers, you can Facebook me, Wisconsin Vescares of the Supernatural. Message me. Twitter is, doesn't matter, you guys, I forgot again. <laughs> oh, no, I think I told you, right? It's W-I-S Supernatural. I think that's what it is. It is, doesn't matter. And that is it for my um, social media. I'm on Twitch also, Patty and Wisconsin and Twitch on Twitch. So you guys, I game. I don't investigate. But, god damn it, sorry. With this new Canon that I got, it's, um, it's a Canon um, EOS T7, I believe it's called. I just got that uh, before Christmas. And I don't know if I mentioned that. And I'm waiting for the SD, to car, SD card to come. And it's a really cool camera. Love Canon. I already have two other Canons. It's my third. But it's all like high-techy. You know, it's got, it's freaking Wi-Fi compatibility. So when I'm doing videos and stuff like that, I can download it to my phone right away. Um, it does still shots and it does a video. So it's like a video camera. And it is a sharp-ass camera. And I, I earned it from my work. Because they have like, if you don't call it six so long, blah, blah, blah. You get to choose stuff from, from a catalog. And I saw this Canon. I'm like, oh my god. So... And it's winter here, so to be honest, I can't... There's nothing to shoot. There's nothing to film. Well, I am, I guess I'm done babbling. You guys tired of that now? <laughs> All right. And yes, I'm home because it's too cold to be outside. All right. The next story is called The Patient. And another story from... Story? And another story from Read It User, blah, blah, blah. A friend was doing his rounds at a young medical... As a young medical intern and looked in on a dying patient to sure she was comfortable. After he left the room, the intern took a seat on the nearby chair to complete a patient report. When he looked up, he saw his patient walking out of her room and down the hall. The young doctor called out to her, but she didn't respond. When the intern stood up to follow his patient, she disappeared. 
Confused, the intern went back into the patient's room, which appeared to still have the light on. He opened the door to, to a pitch black room. He turned on the bedside table lamp and saw the patient's back, patient was back in her bed, quiet. When he checked her vitals, there were no signs of life. Hmm. So that was her moving on, going on to the next whatever, you know. That's kind of cool. Let's see. Standing guard. A reader use it. Recounted living in a battered woman's shelter after his parents split in an ugly divorce. His father was granted custody despite the fact that he had abused the children. So mom and the kids ran to Washington. While they were staying in the shelter in Washington, a man began appearing at the edge of the at the edge of Charlie's bed. He looked kind of he looked kind and watched okay, he looked kind and watched over Charlie all night, but never spoke. Until one night when the man woke, Charlie was up shocking him. What? The man said, he's coming. He's coming. Get out now. Charlie told his mother, and they immediately packed up and went to a hotel for the night. When they checked back the next day, someone broke. Oh, someone had broken to their place and cleared, and cleared their room. Looking for the family. After that, the man never appeared again. Okay, I see. So he was kind of like a, a guard. I mean, I get it. Standing guard. I get it. Like a guardian angel. You know how some people say they have guardian angels and they warn you or they try to warn you. They try to give you signals. Okay, I get it. I don't know if I read that one before, guys. That sounded a little familiar. I don't know. Okay, the next one's called The Pentagram. Dun, dun, dun. One morning, 20 years ago, Reader Yuzu woke up and discovered a pentagram scraped in the frost of their second floor bedroom window. What they found outside their window made it even weirder. On the second floor roof, there were three, huh? Three footprints between the edge of the three footprints between the edge of the window and the window. A tent. Oh, sorry. God damn it! All right. On the second floor roof, there were three footprints between the edge of the window and the window. A tent foot space. A ten foot space. Good God. <laughs> Uh, however, there were no f- footprints on the snow around the ground leading up to the second floor. Question. I don't care. It's a pentagram. I don't care. It doesn't mean anything to me. A pentagram is a pentagram. It doesn't mean they're devil worshippers or none of that shit. It is what that is. It's a pentagram. Big deal. But what I don't understand is how there could be three footprints. And what type of footprints? Are they human? Are they a... I don't know. They would die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish they'd give us more freaking details, man. That was 20 years ago. Good Lord, man. We need more. I'd be like all, okay, what has three feet? A kangaroo, two, you know, when they put the one paw down and then they got three, a bear, one paw up in there. One. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, the babysitter. Reader user was babysitting for her sister when she experienced something odd. After leaving, leaving her young niece in her bouncer while she went to the kitchen for a glass of water, the woman heard her niece giggling and laughing. She assumed it was her sister's chocolate lab playing with the young girl. But soon, the room she was in grew cold. My cat yawned. I guess I'm boring her. <laughs> Moments later, a loud splintering noise like a piece of wood had been snapped. It made the woman jump as she rushed into her, to where her niece was. What she found freaked her out. 
The room was also cold and smelled of Stetson. Oh, God, you guys, I love the smell of Stetson. I know, I know. It's an 80s, late 80s, 90s, early's, but oh, my God, you guys, I love the smell of Stetson. Oh, anyways. Meanwhile, the doctor huddled in a corner in the, of the room, whimpering as the young girl stared at the corner of the ceiling wide-eyed. Quickly scoping up her scooping, sc- <laughs> quickly scoping up her niece, the young woman took them both to a. Okay, I see. Took them both, meaning her and the got it. Good lord, to a different room. When her sister returned home, she explained what had happened. To which her sister rolled over, rolled her eyes, and calmly said, "That's Hugh. Apparently, he was the former owner of the house who had died in the home ten years earlier. Um, but you know, and then after his you know wife sold and all that." Hugh had a habit of following the baby around the house, making his presence known by freaking out the dogs and the smelling of cheap cologne. Okay, guys, Stetson. Come on, man. That's not cheap cologne. Oh, there are Stetson and Chaps. Oh, my God, you guys. Oh, it's just... Oh, and, and, and I don't even know if you could buy those scents anymore, but my goodness gracious, I love those. It's not freaking cheap cologne. That's BS. Cheap cologne to me is like, um... Oh... What are those commercials with the little night, um, the lighthouse? Uh, dun, 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 no, is that it? Oh my god, I forgot the name. You know, the one that has a little lighthouse and that one. <laughs> that to me is cheap clone because all the men, you know, would wear it. Oh, that's, that's the clone I don't like. What the hell is that clone called? I just saw a funny commercial on that about that cologne and i think they still make that to this day I, I, yeah i think walgreens still carries it i can't think of the hell anyways if you guys remember that and you're really listening to this podcast and you are really paying attention to this podcast email me the name of that cologne if you really are listening to this podcast and you're serious about listening to this email me the name of that cologne because for life of me it's irish no not irish spring soap the other one the shaving cream oh my god i forgot the name of it Okay, email it to me, guys, if you're paying attention. Number eight, Bon Voyage. A year and a half after Reader's father passed away, her family decided to go on a trip to Maui. Not only was her father someone who loved to travel, um, but the specific Hawaiian island was her, her father's favorite. Now, landing After landing at the airport, the family turned their phones on to check texts, emails, and voicemails. When Christine opened up her email, she found a forwarding message from her parents with a joint email account that she shared. Still labeled under her father's name, in it are pictures that she had taken back and forth with her father shortly before he died. Her sister also had an email from her father's account, which contained pictures of her wedding, taken a few months before her father died. Finally, their mother checked her email, and she had a different set of family pictures from the email. All of the emails were sent the day that they landed. Well... I don't think that's weird. I don't think that's like a sign from him emailing. They could have been stuck. No, 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 no. I mean, I get it. They're, I get it, but no. Nah. There's another one called Caves. Oh, do you guys want to go to the catacombs? Is that in Paris? You know, they have all the skulls. Would you ever? I would not. Years ago, I would love to have gone to the catacombs and go, fuck yeah, hell yeah, I'm doing this shit. Now, I'm like, mm, no. I'm afraid of getting lost. <laughs> if Siri doesn't work under there and she can't tell me where the hell I am, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I used to like go for long drives and stuff like that before Siri was available and popular and all that stuff. And 
I would honestly get kind of scared because I would go, where the hell am I? So I'd have to try and look for landmarks and shit. Or, um, oh God, you guys, I used to go play. So I'm like, what the fuck? How am I getting home? But now they have my best friend, Siri. She gets me home wherever I am. She'll find me home. Then the catacombs, I don't know how they could have Wi-Fi down there. It's all that, um, excuse me, because it's below the streets. I think it's a lot of cobblestone, right? And then, oh, I don't know. Nope, 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 nope. All right. Um, reader user works as a cave guide. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Ah, leading towards for splunking or caving. After taking a group down one day, everyone stopped to take a break near a section where you can hear the underground streams flowing through the cave system. While there, they had everyone turn off their headlights so that they could experience the total darkness. This group had a slightly different experience, though. They heard what sounded like another group chatting, throwing rocks back in front of them, right? But there were only about a 100-foot drop in front of them. No people. There's a drop in front of them? That's scary. Everyone eventually put their headlights back on and they finished the tour. As the guys re guides recorded what happened, about an hour later, they encountered the tour guide for the group behind them. The other guy, guide looked shocked to see them as... And then he and uh, to see him and asked how they had gotten out so quickly. His tour had made the same experience had the same experience of unexplained noises. Eventually, law enforcement is called to look for a trespasser, but they never found any signs of people sneaking in. All right, okay, not to try and you're in a cave, right? You got running water. I don't know about you guys, but I have a fish tank, and when the when the water starts to evaporate, you know, I got to fill it back up. I think I hear voices and shit all the time. I'm like, what's that? Somebody whispering? Or if I'm doing dishes, I'm like, what's the noise? It's just, it's the filter hitting the water. So this here, no, I can't, I, uh, no, I gotta say no to that one too. It's too, too much noise contamination to say, oh my God, somebody talking. It's, <clears throat> no, not gonna fall. No, 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 I say no to that. Okay. The old woman. Um, the reader uses something poem. Something, something. P. Uh, doesn't. <laughs> As reader user mother had recently moved into a new home when the pair had a ghost encounter. Um, let's just say mother and father. A, a husband and wife moved into a new home. Okay. I had to redo that in my mind because what they wrote here sounds really lame. So I had to re quickly redo that in my brain. Husband and wife moved into a new home when the pair had a ghostly encounter. Since they just moved in, the mother... What the hell? The mother and writer slept in the same room on the floor. Okay. All right, so the mother is the story. The writer is the person who's telling the story. Hmm. The writer, good lord, is so lame. They slept in the same room on the floor. In the middle of the night, they woke up to seeing the door opening and the old woman creep and an old woman creeping by. They hid under the covers and <laughs> why do people do that? And turned away thinking it was a nightmare. But then their mother whispered, "Did you just see someone peer around the corner?" That was a totally lame story, you guys. I apologize for that one. They wrote that one so freaking crappy. They could have done oh, so lame, so lame. No matter how hard I tried to change the way it read. Mm. Mm -mm. That was very short. Lame-o. Okay, next one. <laughs> Sorry. 
while nightmares while serving as a caretaker of a small un, uninhabited island off the main coast rosie we'll call her rosie and his girlfriend began having what he described as <laughs> synchronized nightmares while they had never previously discussed the things they were dreaming before then they discovered that they were sharing these rather involved highly specific dreams for a month later they were gifted a book with a history of the island one of the final chapters recounted a history of the haunting that they had been sharing nights sharing night after night despite being written years before they came to the island spooky lame <laughs> oh so lame they could have done so much more with that one give me more the nanny oh boy oh boy the nanny huh while serving as a nanny for a wealthy family um we'll just call uh the the reader use it had an intense experience with spirits around the time around the time the young woman started working for the family the matriarch had several close relatives die in close succession understandably she began uh, counseling sessions for her to help deal with the grief okay well one day after the mother left to see her therapist the nanny got so creeped out she couldn't stay in the house while alone with the children the nanny saw toys lined up on the counter that no one had been near in hours she also at one point saw a piano chair move on its own um the young woman called her sister to have someone talk her down only to discover things were worse than she had thought her sister claimed to hear other people talking in the background even though no one was there but her, just her not long after hanging up the baby began crying the nanny rushed to get her from the crib only to find that the bedroom door slammed in her face after eventually prying the door open she found the baby in the middle of the room on the floor reaching out to a corner of the ceiling as if it wanted to be picked up by someone who wasn't there finally after 45 minutes of equally strange events the woman took the baby outside and when the mother returned home she explained what had happened the mother admitted having similar experiences which she claimed had had it made it hard for her to move on from her recent loss that's weird about the baby excuse me being in the middle of the room i i wasn't i wasn't sure where that one's gonna go all right demon dog i'm just looking to make sure this doesn't end bad no i'm not gonna read that one i don't like reading sad stories it just pisses me off <laughs> so as i'm looking for something else you guys you have any uh, good um do you do the whole new year's eve resolution and all of that i don't really do new year's eve resolutions um i try to make more goals i guess than a resolution so you know usual um right now i'm just scrolling through people who send in photos but half of these, they say that they're all freaking um, orbs um, or it's um, peridolia. I think it's how you say it. I always say that word wrong. Where you think you see something that's really not there, it, your your mind automatically will turn it into um, a smiling face or something horrible. You know, that thing. So, um, yeah. So, New Year's resolutions. Uh, the usual... Like I said, I didn't do any resolutions. I have goals. Like, get the podcast up and going, hopefully. Doing more paranormal things. Getting my ass up off and actually doing paranormal. 
don't think it's really hard to do it by yourself, you know? Um, I really am not into travel that much. I just don't care to travel. <laughs> not lazy, I just... It's weird, you guys. It's like, almost I say it's boring. Traveling, I don't know what's wrong with me. What else? Twitch, get my Twitch back up and going. Game more. Uh, maybe get some subscribers. That would be nice. I had a few subscribers last year. And then Twitch actually paid me out. It wasn't too bad. I was actually kind of surprised. Like over $70. I got. I was shocked. I thought, oh, wow, cool. <laughs> um, other than that, uh, it's winter. So there's in my mind, it's like, you don't want to go anywhere. It's so freaking cold here. So email me at P-A-T-T-Y-I-N-W-I at gmail.com. Facebook me. Share my podcast. Yay! And the last rating I saw was at a 3.8 on Spotify. I haven't checked since. Uh, that's about it for the stories, you guys. The other ones look really freaking lame. Uh, I would like to try and do this podcast once the weather gets better. You know, like, you know how, like, sometimes Sundays I go somewhere to park and do that? I wouldn't mind doing that again. I miss doing that. Um... Can't think of anything else right now until that camera. I can get that SD card for that camera. I would like to build because I got really nice ghost equipment now. It just sits here collecting dust. <laughs> Excuse me. No, I don't have a cold. Just allergies. All right, you guys. 29 minute mark. So this podcast was eh. I've had better. I've had better. Um, it's just kind of agitating when you read those stories and and they're just not that best. No matter how hard I try to um, put a different spin on it, or you know, I try to change the the lettering or the words or whatever the sentences, it just I'm like fuck. <laughs> well, it is what it is, right? It's a raw podcast. I do not have a script. I don't. I go like maybe on Friday or Saturday nights, so I'll find something online. Oh, those look, those titles look cool, and I don't always reread the stories, which sometimes I do. I should. I may skim through a couple things if I see specific words that stick out I won't read them but if you're bored with this podcast and you have any suggestions or comments let me know man let me know I don't have any guests to put on the show my one friend uh that psychic um Michael uh tarot by Michael I think it's called on his Facebook page he's not retiring until December and he's very very busy so there's no way I'm gonna get him on as a guest Amanda I don't know if I got her on a guest I don't know what the hell we talk about that I would actually have to prepare for. You know, I'd have to, not there's anything wrong with that, but I'd have to um, prepare, you know, paperwork and what are we going to discuss and all that fun stuff. So anyway, guys, if you have any comments or concerns or suggestions, what you'd like to hear, let me know, man. I will do my best to to um, do it for you guys because I do this for you. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, taking your time out of your day. I really appreciate it, you guys. I'm not going to see my email again because I've already said it twice. And I'm not going to see my Facebook page because I've already said that twice. So you guys have a phenomenal, phenomenal fucking Sunday. Enjoy the weather. Whatever you're doing. If you're in a sunny state, I'm very jealous of you. If you're in the warm state, I'm very super jealous of you. Anyway, you guys take care. I should be back next Sunday to do another podcast. And I'll try and find something, something different. I mean, obviously ghost related. But I don't know. Got to find something a little different. All right, you guys, I am done for now. You guys have a wonderful Sunday, and this is Mrs. Paranormal signing off.